Of course, that turned out to be based on selling term papers and exam answers over the internet. Lars's parents decided he'd be better off in military school. I hear he's doing well. Junior year, I decided my problem was that I was setting my sights too high. I needed to find someone who really needed my help. That was Eugene. Eugene dropped out of high school, lived above his mom's garage, had no job, no ambitions. He was perfect. Eugene broke up with me, though, after I encouraged him to file for unemployment and they turned him down. He said I was too pushy. Can you believe that? I'm starting to think there's nobody around here who can appreciate my help. Sure you want to come with me to the college tonight? You might be bored. Sure, I'm sure. I might be going there myself next year. Least I can do is look around the place, right? Okay. See you after class. See ya. And here it is. My home away from home. RBHS. Go Squids. Hey, Van. Hey, Stork. Third day of class. It hasn't killed us yet. Do you feel stronger? I feel like I could have slept another two hours. Hey, did I tell you about that new protein powder I'm trying? This is Stork. He's my best friend. I've known him since third grade. And he's always been obsessed with building great, big, huge muscles. Says he wants to be Mr. Olympia. The thing is, he's got a gift for language that just can't be beat. What he should be doing is cultivating his linguistic talents. Of course, he doesn't listen to me, but I love him anyway. I'm just saying there's a great summer program for foreign language studies. You'd be a shoo-in. Yeah, big words, miss. I don't know what to do with my own life. Each pair takes one tray. Each pair takes one tray. Well, I know what I don't want to do with my life. Dissect things like this? I'm not even sure what I'm looking at. What are you writing down? Not sure of that either. Maybe Stork has a point. Maybe I'm a little unfocused about my future. That doesn't mean my advice to others isn't valid, right? Hot dish coming through. Watch out. And this would be... Well, it was supposed to be lasagna. Really? I might have gotten the recipes mixed up. You might have. What are you writing down? The lyrics to Satisfaction. I'm hoping to fake it with really terrible penmanship. Finally, finally, six-period English. The one class that never fails to make me feel better. Not that I'm a big English buff. I'm not really much of any kind of buff. But Mr. James just makes this class shine. Hey, did you read the chapters? This morning over breakfast, yeah. Why, didn't you read them? Too busy with your weightlifting magazines? Whoa, whoa, let's not disparage my inspirational material. I will have big guns. You don't need big guns, Stork. You've... Good afternoon, class. I trust you're all prepared to discuss Slaughterhouse-Five today, yes? I'll take that resounding silence as an affirmative. You don't want to wear yourselves out with too much hand-raising right at the beginning of class. Have to pace yourself, am I right? Besides, a Leo like myself just loves a captive audience. So let's get down to it. 
And what we're down to today are three little words. So it goes. Those words show up a lot in this book. They seem to embody Billy Pilgrim's whole approach to life, don't they? But the question is, what does he mean by them? Is he being sarcastic? Is he using the words as a warning to others? Because let's face it, some truly disturbing things happen to him. Or at least he believes they do. So what do you, class, think Billy means when he says, so it goes? Hmm, Miss Shingle? I don't think the point is what the character means. The point is what the author means. And what do you think the author means, Vanessa? Billy Pilgrim is kind of pitiful, and we're supposed to see him as pitiful. So it goes is a pitiful answer. We're supposed to react negatively to it. So what the author really means is, don't just let life happen to you. Excellent, Miss Shingle. Remember...